0: I'm Adam Menes, And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: Today we're going to talk about how to direct a band of inexperienced players. Do I have to go to like
0: uh, conducting school for this, that kind of direction, or what are you talking about? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to recommend you go to <laughs> conducting school. I actually need to, man. Have you ever tried to conduct... It's it's way harder than it
1: looks. Well, that could be number one for us. You know, Do not start waving your arms around in front of a bunch of inexperienced players if you don't know what you're doing. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> so this is, actually, let's listen to this. This is great. This is another user question that we have in the audio f- format. This is Patrick.
2: Hey, Peter and Adam. My name is Patrick, and I'm going to be a, a senior in high school this fall. I'm doing an independent study in jazz uh, through school, and part of that is including a new addition to our after-school jazz program, uh, that being uh, a combo. And my school has never really had a combo before, and our jazz program has almost exclusively focused on big band stuff. So a lot of students haven't really had a lot of experience with uh, small group improvisation and interplay and that kind of thing. I'm really excited about directing this group and playing guitar in it. And I was wondering if you guys might have uh, some tips for directing a band or how to teach improvisation to some people that may not really be familiar with the idea Um, and just general stuff like that. Uh, Anyway, I love the podcast. Uh, I've been a listener for a few weeks now and have already gotten through pretty much all of the episodes. So thanks a lot for the the great advice. And uh, you'll hear it.
0: All right. That's awesome, Patrick. Uh, so glad you're digging the podcast and happy to hear that we have a bit of a, a, a high school fan base. I had no idea. That's great. Um, so I don't know, man, like, you know, it sounds like this is kind of a two headed question, right? About one is about sort of how to lead a band and how to successfully kind of uh, set up a a, a band and, and maybe a set. And then the other is to how to um, engage and maybe help more inexperienced musicians get better. I think that's what he's saying, right? Right.
1: Yeah, and I think with the yeah, and also about how to teach improv, which is right. like the hardest thing to teach. Yeah. So, that's maybe a we that's a big one. And with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I would say that in general, you know, if you want to To really direct. I'm of the school that you should be as clear as possible with your musicians. You know, have an idea before going into the class or going into the rehearsal what tunes you want to play. Make sure you have recordings for them so that they're on the same page with you. Don't just throw a lead sheet in front of them and say, you know, we're going to try this and and you've never heard this or have any context for this, but we're just going to play it. Make sure that they have audio examples, maybe a couple different ones so that they get a rounded experience of the tune. Make sure that if they read music and you want them to read music, they have charts. Um, you know, I did a summer jazz camp here in St. Louis at Webster Groves High School last, for the last two years. And for some reason, I get, I get put with the middle school group. And I love it. And one of the things that I always do is we do one blues tune off a chart. We don't even start with a chart. We learn, you know, um, ba-da-da-dee-ba-dee. whats that, now is the time? Yep. You know, and I just play it for them, and they learn it by ear, and then we play it by ear, and we talk about the chord changes a little bit, but there's not a a lick of sheet music. That's um, another—that's kind of a two-headed approach, too, because you can lead your band that way. You can set up your your, uh, ensemble and your set, but you could also kind of begin to teach them about improvisation by ear.
1: Yeah, and I think that— learning the melodies by ear once that can really empower a young player or an inexperienced player and be a great uh, entree into improvising because most you know high school age uh, players are very intimidated like we all were yeah. about improvising cuz it's like what do i play and even if you can figure out what to play it's not going to sound good and you know that cuz you've got ears so um you know it's it's a, it's a diff- one of the most difficult things when you're learning any kind of music uh, that's written and 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 good once you get to the point where you can play even about a third of it, you it starts to sound kind of good, whereas with improvisation man it can take months, if not even years to start to sound good, and that's why so many people quit doing it, you know, but I think that you know playing by ear that starts to open up your ears to the point where you might do that and I would just say in general, a nice little trick to directing or leading a band um is to as much as possible lead your 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 players your your followers um to a place where the music is teaching them so that you're not having to to direct them so in this case you know having some great music some recordings having them play by ear because the music is where it's at like if it's all about you as the leader the conductor and i think great conductors do this they're like it's all about the music they're up there directing traffic a little bit but it's like you're just pulling everybody together in the spirit and and the flow of the actual composition And I think with jazz, it's really no different. So a lot of times, I think unsuccessful band leaders and stuff make it all about them. I want you to do this. Do it like this. In fact, you can even be careful in how you speak to them and just say, you know, the music requires this. If if, if somebody's not doing their part or it's going to sound great, you know, if your part is such an important part of the music, of this tune and your supporting role or whatever it is, always have it about the music. And then... The great thing about that is you don't have to do as much directing. The music yeah. starts to direct things.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And you know, when you have these recordings of whatever you're going to play, I think maybe a good uh, exercise to do would be to listen and then to kind of talk about what you heard afterwards and start defining everybody's roles for them, right? So if, um, you know, if the bass player doesn't know exactly what they're supposed to do, say, well, what was the bass player doing? Oh, they were walking in you know four 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 quarter notes a measure that 's what i 'll do you right. know? And, and then you again you don 't have to do as much directing you 're yep. just letting them figure out what the music requires and then for a little just one more kind of uh, very technical thing, if you do a blues, which I think you should do a blues because it 's like the the form that 's most ingrained in all humans right yeah. now um, then you can kind of get into like one scale that maybe everybody can try improvise right, improvising on. You know the blues scale comes to mind. I was going to say, how
1: about the blues scale? That'll fit nicely. Works
0: well over the blues and
1: and other things. And they should probably take all. They change the blues scale for every chord, right? We love doing that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. When it goes to the four, definitely change the blues. No, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Well, I think that's you know that's a great
1: thing to do, and it it kind of flows into what I would say is going to be an important challenge for you, Patrick. Is that in leading anything, it's not as much about, um, you know, Well, I'm going to kind of contradict myself. Cause I just said it's all about the music. But it, it's, it's important to have the music lead things as far as that'll, that'll take the pressure off of you as saying do it like this when you connect with the music because the music will start to teach them and then you don't have to teach them everything. But I would say just in terms of leading them, their inexperience, especially on the, your question about the improv, um, it's such a tough thing to do that you have a big part of your job is just going to be to make everybody comfortable because anybody and the younger you are, the worse it is I mean you just don't have confidence in something that you can't do so you have to look at whatever players you get in your after school program the talent level the ability level the technical agility that they have it is what it is I mean you can tell them you guys suck, go home and practice but it's going to you don't have time for that you have to take them where they are so then you know as a leader, you have to say okay, how can I best? make this ensemble how can I bring out the best in everyone and I think a big part of that even before you get to this is the blue scale is just making them comfortable making them feel like they're in a safe place and trying to get them to a place of playing music as quickly as possible that at least sounds acceptable because then it starts to get fun you know that's right I mean it's like if you're trying to you know you got a bunch of kids and you want to teach them baseball and maybe some of them are athletic and some of them aren't but you got to put a team together I mean the best thing is to get to that point where they're at least playing a little baseball. Don't give them every rule about extra innings and all that. You can teach them that later, but like get them out there throwing the ball and having some fun and let
0: the game teach them a little bit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, now we're kind of we're kind of dipping our toe into some leadership skills here, but but yeah. this is part of leading a band actually. Right. One thing's the leading part of the <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I like to try to practice and I'm not always successful at this, but I try to keep my criticisms to the absolute minimum and really try to get the sound I want out of a group I'm leading by praising the things I like, by emphasizing the, the things I hear that I want to hear more of. So would that be the accentuate the positive concept? Accentuate. But no, it's a huge part of, I think, successful leadership. Yep. I would actually, Patrick, the first day you know, after each tune, pick a couple people in the ensemble and just compliment something that you, you genuinely liked. You know, right. Don't try to fake the funk here. No. You know, make sure you're pay, t- paying attention and say things that are from the heart. Um, but people will open up and play a lot better mm-hmm. when they feel that they're being heard and that they're being encouraged, yep. as opposed to, you suck, stop doing that. That right. that almost never works. That's just going to create a bad vibe. It's body. the old
1: browbeat and berate BB, double B concept of yeah, leadership. <laughs> this isn't the Buddy Rich Orchestra, <laughs> Well, yeah, and I mean, I think that 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 kind of be rating stuff. If it works at all, only works with very high level, yeah. experienced, older players that can take it. Kind of exactly thing, you know? people, and maybe even
0: deserve it. <laughs> old road dogs who have been around the, the block sometimes. times. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Put down that bottle of whiskey and get your babe th- together. Yeah, you know? chances are those guys were all drunk anyway. <laughs> right. right. Um, but yeah, we, well, we hope that these um, little tips help. I think that. Uh, for sure the the you know empowering the players, let them learn from the music, really giving them the confidence those are going to be the most important things i you know i know you 're probably thinking more along like what charts to do and i mean you 'll be able to figure that out, but make them as comfortable as possible. Give them a little thing. I think Adam, your idea from the beginning about the blues is the biggest repertoire um, positive decision that you can make because it ties in with something that could actually be learned to be played by ear by even a lower skilled player mm-hmm. beginner level. And is, you know, in terms of learning one scale, yeah, it's a challenge, but it's one scale that you can use over that whole form that they probably know already can get them into a little bit of improv. I mean, it's probably going to be,
0: but that's okay. I mean, that's better than what it could be. That's right. And, uh, you know, Patrick, if you're having any other problems, you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: You can go to youllhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Where well, you can do that. Absolutely.
0: All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below.
1: Thanks.